Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Video games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo, and with me, as always, ah, okay. Ben immediately, <laughs> Ben pointed at me real weird, like he was serving me a plate, and he was serving me uh, an unexpected introduction. But yeah, here I am. You've got the mood, Tommy. Oh, my name's Adam Knox. You've got the mood, Tommy. <laughs> Of someone who is very much on holiday. You're a little laid back over there. I am laid back. It's a, You know what? It's actually a nice day where I am today. And so far on this trip, I've had nothing but appalling weather. So it's put a little bit of a spring in my step. But according to the podcast, uh, according to the podcast, according to the weather, by the time <laughs> we finish recording this, the weather will have gone back to being shit. So nice. I'm feeling good. I'm, 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 I'm very the window happy to keep open. you inside for these hours. <laughs> I've got the window open. I'm just soaking it in while I can. Well, with can... me as always, <laughs> shut up until I've introduced you. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'm the second captain now. All right. Uh, he's over there. You're really good at it. You've taken to the role uh-huh. uh, with aplomb. It's me, Ben Vanell. My sunny disposition will carry you through the day, Tommy. Oh, thanks, mate. I'll just message you while I'm on a ferry with, that, with those dark storm clouds overhead. Uh, I'm actually busy then. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where are you, where are you getting the ferry? <laughs> Um, so I'm staying in a place called Chinca Terre, which is like five little towns that are all connected. So I'm staying mm-hmm. on a town that's at one end of them and I'm going to get the ferry over to the fifth town and then kind of walk back. Yeah. Fuck towns two, three and four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did two and three yesterday. So I'm going to walk to four and then walk back to five and then get the ferry back. Right. Nice. That sounds yeah. cool. That's, uh, five towns in, uh, Italian. In English, yep, it sure yeah. is. The name uh, of the uh, the name of the drama series that Johnny Drama was in in uh, Entourage in one season of that show. So that's why I came here um, to visit oh God. the inspiration for a plotline on my favorite TV series of all time. Mm. I aren't all towns connected <laughs> in in Whoa. a country. All towns. <laughs> well, dude. So, really, five towns should be called like what? Ninety take towns? Yeah. How take many a towns How many are there? Are? About ninety. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've actually inspired by Entourage um, for my next trip. I'm going to America at the end of the year to mm. murder Jeremy Piven. So, <laughs> <laughs> was the plot Very of nice. that movie really that the main dude wanted to fuck Emily Ratajkowski? The movie? I didn't see the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, yes, and then, what's his name? Haley Joel Osment wants to fuck Emily Ratajkowski and, like, makes a, makes a bet with, makes a deal with, um, the main character that he, like, if he, if he wants him to be in his movie, he'll, he'll secede, 
uh, Emily Ratajkowski oh. to him so that he can smash. <sighs> it's pretty That's fucked. awful. Yeah, yeah. It's really fucked. And well, then one of them gets into a car accident with Ronda Rousey and goes, well, I'm definitely going to end up having sex with her. And then just oh, immediately starts pursuing her after he's, after he's smashed into her car. It's weird how much Detective Pikachu stole of that then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are going to talk about the movie, uh, Detective Pikachu, but we were, we're going to save it uh, for the end of the ep so we can do a bit of spoiler chat. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about a bit of other stuff first. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the film yet and you don't want it to be spoiled, you can just listen to the rest of the ep and then check out right at the very end. Yeah. Which I'm sure a lot of people do anyway. Just jump out halfway through of a normal one. Yeah. yeah. We should do our plugs at the start. It's stupid to do them at the end. Well, I don't have anything mm. to plug right now. Really? Um, Other podcasts. We've got that YouTube yeah. channel. We haven't yeah. put a video up for a couple of weeks because Tommy's been away. Yep. I might put something up myself next week. Okay. Maybe. All right. We'll see. I'm going away myself this weekend. Oh, to an really? undisclosed location. Oh. Uh, but luckily, I got those magnets over my hard drive in time. <laughs> and so I don't have to go away for too long. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of bizarre fucking things to do with... So do you want to do a little bit of news up top here? Me, personally? <laughs> yeah. How do you no. feel about it, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, Shit. I mean, I also vote no. <laughs> well... Ab- abstained, <laughs> which means I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Sure, that's yeah. not what Nox, that means. Yeah. And I don't think that's a legal term. <laughs> Knox is the majority shareholder of uh, Filthy Casual, so he does oh, get the right. final say in what happens. We do it based okay. on kilos, and so I am 51% of this show. <laughs> right, sure. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, the thing that I wanted to bring up first, which does kind of weirdly lean in from that, so mm. Gearbox who make the Borderlands games mm-hmm. and are currently working on Borderlands 3, they have a CEO by the name of Randy Pitchford, which cool. sounds like an entourage character. Yeah, yeah, well, like a King of the Hills character. Yeah, so Randy has been like a front man for them for years. Mm-hmm. And this Beautiful is... Beautiful voice, that front man. <laughs> like, okay, it's been a whole fucking saga, the stuff that's gone on with him. So, like, it started off... And also, I'm doing. I'm reciting a lot of this from memory, mm. which is wildly irresponsible journalism. And I might get details of this wrong, but you know who I'm going to apologise to in Randy Pitchford style? Mm. Fucking no one. Whoa. Okay. So this guy's a maverick. He's. It, it's at the point where it's pushing a little beyond maverick because mm. maverick's a fun word mm-hmm. and becoming liability. Okay. For the company, at the very least. Right. So, it started with him leaving a USB stick in a medieval times restaurant. <laughs> so medieval times <laughs> medieval oh, yeah. times is a restaurant in mm-hmm. uh, in the US. They love doing their weird backwards outdated food places. Mm-hmm. You got medieval mm-hmm. times, Outback Steakhouse, yep. a lot of backwards back in the past countries mm-hmm. and times they will do restaurants of. Now, and, just quickly, um, I will say I've been to medieval times as a young child and I really? had Ooh. a fucking wonderful time. And okay. Do you know why I went there? No. <laughs> because I can have a guess, like broadly. Yeah. Mm. It's because yeah, of the cancer that you had. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a I, big part of the reason, yeah. 
Can I can I can I have a secondary guess? Is it because of the cable guy? One hundred percent because of the cable guy. Yeah. Yes, I win. We were, oh. Yeah, we okay. were in the states the on a family guy. holiday, and uh, I just I insisted to mum and dad that we go, and I had because it is so much like the movie. It's you know apart from the yeah, fact right. that they don't get people from the crowd to just get in and start dueling. Everything else mm-hmm. apart about it is 100% the same as in The Cable Guy. And I was wow. in fucking heaven. Mum and dad absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else has been to Medieval Times? Martin Lawrence. <laughs> anyway, the... I've also, I was going to say, when I was a kid, I went to the Outback and I fucking hated it. <laughs> um, so... Randy Pitchford goes into a medieval times. He leaves a USB stick there. Mm-hmm. The USB stick. This is the plot of Detective Pikachu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is we're, that's good, what we're going to say about everything we talk about <laughs> yep, yep. today. Um, on the USB stick were like Gearbox files, some mm-hmm. stuff about Borderlands 3 and whatever. And then also at least one uh, video, a pornographic video of uh, a woman in front of a camera. She was of age and everything. Yeah. And it was like, it probably would have been fine if he'd have just said, that was my USB stick and that was my porn. Right. It would have gone away and people would have been like, that's embarrassing for you, but hey, guess what? A lot of people watch porn. Mm -hmm. Right. That's all right. But what he said was that, yes, it was his USB stick. Yes, it was his video, but he only had it because at one point in the video, she does a magic trick in it and he's a magician and he wanted, and he was studying that magic trick and thought that magic trick was cool. (laughs) So what? Where what did this- she do? Did she make that rabbit disappear? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what the magic trick is. You haven't seen the video. You're no. not doing your research, my friend. Like I said, this is mainly from memory. <laughs> so, now, believe it or not, this news story hasn't made it over to Monterosso, Italy, and it's <laughs> sort of it's made me hate this place a bit. Why this isn't splashed mm. across the front of every international newspaper is a travesty. <laughs> So this bit is from a few weeks ago. We've got a long way to go yet. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so maybe you missed it. Maybe they they were it was the talk of the town yeah. and they've moved yeah, on. Yeah, okay. uh, there's moved five towns. <laughs> the talk of the five towns. Yeah, true. Something can be talk of the town over there and you'll still miss it because well, there's a one in five shot. They'll talk they'll be talking about it in town one, but by the time it gets to town five, the whole story's changed. It's completely different. Yeah. You would have heard right, about right. like Dandy Ford- Mitch did <laughs> watching a magician <laughs> jack off onto someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jack off Pretty into a common. gearbox. Yeah. <laughs> Or do you think so, it's like I get the boat over to the fifth town and over there they're just like they're loving it. Like they it's only just reached them, so there's like they're projecting mm. the video onto the side of buildings and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if if they ever if anyone sort of ever found out what specific video it was. Oh right. But part of Or the what magic comes trick in, Or what magic (laughs) trick. I don't think he ever expanded on that. Okay. But he did go on a podcast a couple of days later and that was where he explained that. Right. Is And like in a weird way where it it sounds like he's backpedaling. So anyway, that happens. Then it becomes a bit worse when people... Mm. I I don't remember. It becomes a bit worse Mm -hmm. when people in the company start to say, oh yeah, he showed me that video. Ooh. Like at a work thing. Mm. And then people start to go, oh, okay, it's gone from being a bit funny to like the CEO is showing you porn. Yeah. This is a little bit weirder. So that was happening. And then um, they had an event for Borderlands 3 where he was like on the stage 
He was like the main dude on the stage. Some stuff wasn't going well. He had to fill time because mm. like uh, something technically wasn't working. He's like, hey, you want, want to watch this video on my phone? Well, apparently he does the magic <laughs> trick. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so... Oh. That all takes place and then it gets superseded by him during that <laughs> during that press conference thing saying that Borderlands 3 won't have any microtransactions. Right. And then I think Game Informer in the US runs a story that's like, yeah, it does. We've seen them. <sighs> Fuck. And he goes, no, no, no. I, you know that I didn't mean microtransactions like you couldn't pay for content. There's like... Um, superfluous stuff in there that yes you can pay for but none of it's like loot boxes that's what I meant and this is all in a tweet replying to this or like retweeting it right. he says that's what I meant why you gotta fuck me like this what's wrong with you I thought that we were fucking friends and then he starts like oh. going into this like kind of Twitter meltdown mm. replying to all these people being like but Randy those are microtransactions. Like I get that you don't think that's what the word means. And yes, mm. the word has kind of changed to mean that, but mm. like you said something that was untrue and they're reporting on that. And he's like, fuck you, fuck you. Oh. Doing a whole bunch of that. Then a story comes out that the guy who voiced Claptrap in the first two, who mm-hmm. was a Gearbox employee and did it for free, which is fucked already because there's like unions around voice actors. And yeah, stuff. totally. And like, you should pay someone for work that they do. But anyway, he did it for free. He'd left the company since. They approached him about doing the voice again. They were going to like pay him royalties from the previous ones or something. Yeah. There was something happening. But then it didn't happen. And um, Randy Pitchford fires him from that. Like, because that dude kind of... I don't remember in what order it happened, but that dude ended up saying like, well, one time this dude fucking assaulted me in a hotel. So fuck this guy. And like, it all kind of kicks off a little bit more. And also there's a bit of (laughs) this story where he's apparently embezzled about $12 million from the company, allegedly. Fuck. Wow. This guy is a fucking maverick. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, he is just got like it's one of those things where all this shit about him is sort of coming out all at once. God, um, because he left that fucking USB stick in a medieval times, pretty oh, much. Oh yeah, I feel like we're gonna see this guy on the roof of a hotel, uh, naked, holding a shotgun at some point. Well, yeah. uh, holding up to six billion different kinds of guns <laughs> because Borderlands <laughs> has a very interesting generation set. So um, I think David Eddings is the name of the Claptrap dude and he's been the guy being like, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Fuck him. I used wow. to work there. But um, uh, he shoved the fuck out of me while I'm on the balls of my feet trying to whisper. He knocked me back four steps. I believe I caught him in a deception with with the shove. That's why he shoved him. He caught him in a lie. Well, that guy sounds like a pussy because uh, who cares if you get pushed back four steps? By your CEO. <laughs> I'd be... I'd be annoyed. You sports journalism working <laughs> motherfucker. I mean, I shove my juniors all the time. <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> um, what I like about it is him going around showing this video to all the people he works with. Like that's mm. such a that's such like a sixteen year old thing to just be obsessed with one porno video. God, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is the. Oh, man, it's so like there was that, and then I read another article about Quantic Dream. Oh where, yeah, like, the Beyond, Cage, um, David Cage, yep. and uh, what's the name of the game? Detroit. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the article had, because they'd been put into court proceedings, images that were like in question. Do you remember part of the thing with Quantic Dream was that they were sending like photoshops around the office? Yes. Of people. Yeah. Um, in Like putting them in compromising positions. So they oh, yeah. had some photos of that and there was people being photoshopped in, into porn images yeah. or it was like Hitler or whatever. Yeah. And they looked really like this. They They looked beyond, like I get... Beyond two photoshopping souls? somebody, haha! <laughs> hey. They looked a little heavy. Rain expected uh-huh. for Tommy's day later. <laughs> um. So yeah, it it it. I, I don't know these fucking places. Riot Games, the people who made League of Legends, mm. had a mm. big walkout recently over like sexual harassment stuff there and like poor treatment of their workers mm. and, and all sorts of shit. So that's um, the, this is to go alongside. Rockstar, Bioware, and a bunch of other companies pressuring their employees into doing the crunch stuff, yeah. which is, uh, you know, similarly psychologically damaging. Right. Um, that Mortal Kombat thing with NetherRealm. Yeah. What was that? That was uh, developers being forced, yeah, into into crunch, um, working you know ridiculous hours on these games, and some of the animators and the creative team combining that difficult position with intense research into violent acts so that they could animate the fighting properly. So it was watching animals getting butchered, some crime scene photos, some footage of people being hurt. And so they were doing that too, you know, I I guess to help draw and recreate that stuff in the game. But because of the situation they were in, it was just psychologically damaging them. And one of them ended up with PTSD. It's crazy. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's it was really weird to read about, especially off the back of last episode when we were talking about Mortal Kombat 11 and mm. we were we were talking about the violence in it and uh, me having having not played it but having seen some videos of it saying like, "Oh, I kind of I like that they've kind of kept up this kind of idea of the over the top violence in it, which is sort of a staple of the earlier games that they were doing to stick out. But I like that that's kind of stuck around in it and it's very cartoonish and everything. And then to read that the the other side of that is that people have had yeah. these deep psychological problems because of it. When I think anyone that likes that stuff in those games, you don't like it because it's realistic. You like it because mm. it's over the top. Like you Completely. know, I look at the those videos and I go, it's cool that it's so cartoony and so mm. like it's it just seems like such an unnecessary thing to force people to look at how a skull actually shatters like it just doesn't it doesn't Completely. matter it doesn't change yeah. anything no one's playing that game going like well like what are you gonna you're gonna put the liver on the wrong fucking side like get yeah. one of those dumb little dolls and yeah. just look at that yeah like i don't understand why yeah that was necessary to put them through and maybe mm. it was their decision like oh we want to do Due diligence or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> <But it laughs> I mean, like, they probably it, said it, it like that. Yeah, it sucks because it makes you go from, you know, what I like that that's in there. Like it's over the top. Like I, whatever. I think I, I'm not someone who just likes stuff because it's violent. But I do think that that is, an a, a kind of a cool point of difference, and it looks creative and it looks cool. It goes from making you think that it's a good design choice to being like. Oh, I feel gross for thinking that now because it's kind of fucked someone's mm. life up, and I, right. I now wish it wasn't in there. If that's been the effect, and I'd almost rather not play it because it's you know it's sort of if it's fucked with someone's head, well then it's mm. it's kind of a bad thing that it exists, or at least that like the same or similar 
outcome could have been achieved with you know better working conditions yeah i think that's that's the other aspect of it because obviously there are um professions working in the justice system working as a police officer where you have to see that stuff either for real or in photo after photo after photo but Mm. they have a system set up unlucky janitor (laughs) yes uh jogger early morning early morning jogger dog walker yeah 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 um the spouse Often at the time, yeah. Um, but working look, for Randy Pitchford, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, ultimate the, magic trick. <laughs> the webmasters of Rotten.com. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been fucked for them. <laughs> Let's do a Bandcamp special on Rotten.com. <laughs> oh God, I will need. Well, I was about to mention. So, like those people within those professions, they have uh, counselling, they have therapists, mm. psychologists monitoring them and helping them to deal with that stuff. And obviously someone working in a video games company as an artist probably isn't getting that same treatment. No. There's not that yeah. sort of oversight. And hasn't signed up for it thinking that that's going to be part of it, mm. which, you, which mm. you do if you're in the police force or, or whatever else mm. it is. Like, you know that that is potentially going to come with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's worth pointing out as well that obviously, like, we're kind of saying this from memory and and doing a lot of these this is all like alleged stuff nothing's mm-hmm. court stuff there are way better articles than I'll be capable of sort of recreating verbally <laughs> so I around <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think it's worth reading some of them I can't remember what sites they were on I think Variety had a good one about one of them I don't know Google is a powerful tool I don't think we need to reference anything anymore <laughs> Variety was the one about EA Oh, no, E3, E3, sorry, and the ESA. I think that, yeah, right, okay, because that was another interesting one. Yeah, I Um, thought it was a a really interesting story. So the ESA, it went into like this this article by Variety went into a bit of backstory into the ESA and stuff, which is the body that does the rating system in the US, Mm -hmm. lobbies the government about video game-related stuff, and runs E3. Yes. Those are the major things that it does, which is a strange combination of things. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's formed it's, around that Mortal Kombat stuff in the in the Congress or whatever. It was, yeah. It, it's it is. You're right. It's a weird combo of like um, promotional, like like trade show promotions, yeah, and the ratings board, which is fucked. That's combined, yeah, and sort of the industry body, like the like the Screen Actors Guild, or right. you know, like a, a governing body that protects. And unionizes, you know, their workers. It's or, a weird thing. I think rather than being, a, it, it lobbies on behalf of them, right? So right. It, it's their sort of voice in Washington or whatever, right? Which, yeah, is an odd. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense if you know that your money that you're paying to be at E3 to advertise your stuff is also then going towards all that Washington stuff. But whatever mm. about that thing, it sounds like it's been a little bit mismanaged lately. Is what the article was about mm. mainly. Again, when you get a when you get a guy up the top who you know it's a bit of a fuck it's a bit of a fuck head. allegedly it's allegedly a bit of a fuck head this one is much less well it's less f- weird yeah. <laughs> he, he is uh, apparently was a super conservative trump supporter who would put up posters of trump in his office and make everyone uncomfortable but in a, in a, like a way of like there's nothing innately that weird about that but in a way of like de- kind of deliberately Trying to make people feel uncomfortable, it seemed like. And then preferential treatment of some staff who people there Mm. didn't necessarily feel was uh, justified. Mm -hmm. And and stuff about like... Just mismanagement in general, it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. And that leading to something 
of or that leading to kind of the way that E3 is now, mm. this like decaying, uh, increasingly less relevant thing, which sucks. From I, we've talked about this a bit, but like we've enjoyed watching E3 stuff and having that all be the kind of fulcrum of the year mm. in terms of mm. news and stuff. For that to go away would suck. Um, and for it to go away because of mismanagement like that would suck. Some company offered to buy it. I can't remember who. It was like some uh, big events company that does like the Star Wars celebration and all of right, those. Right, right. But um, I, yeah, I'd like to see it be taken off of this group's hands. Maybe. Right. There's a, yeah. Because I think the, the next logical step, uh, and it's already happening, is every individual company, distributor, games developer having their own little presentation in, you know, fucking a tent somewhere or just a studio in their building, you know, and live streaming it. But I think I like this sort of trade show competitive aspect to E3 of like whose right. presentation is the best, who are they going to get, how are they going to blow Microsoft out of the water or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting. It's not, it's not just our own little cloistered, you know, siloed, we can do whatever we want and make it seem however we want because we took six months to edit this package together. Yeah. Which right. is what Nintendo does and is kind of fun, but if everyone does it, I think it's totally different. Well, in recent memory, the thing of Sony immediately being able to come back at Microsoft in mm. like 2013 or whenever it was when they announced the new, the at the time new, the Xbox One and the PS4. Yep. Having them be able to just directly respond to them the next day. And I don't know, there's a feeling of... Especially in Australia, like, I've done it before of, like, getting up at 2 a.m. to fucking watch a press conference. And yeah. it's fun. It yeah. feels like it's I'm exciting, watching the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, it is. that There is. It is the live stream thing and the edited package, which Sony is now doing and uh, mm. which Nintendo have done for a long time. It, it is a, a sort of a more effective and more direct way of being able to reach the people who buy the games. And, of course, there's the argument to be made that E3 as a whole is you know, kind of in this day and age, irrelevant and unnecessary. But you could say mm. that about heaps of, you could say that about the cinema. Like, you know, why why yeah. why bother having movie premieres and why bother having release dates when people much prefer to just stream and have them direct in their homes anyway and people have great TVs now. Um mm. but, you know, those things persist because there's a I, you know, I don't know, just because people just decide, well, no, it is just fun to do it this way. And it's kind of... Yeah, there's, feels there's like a ceremony to it and a tradition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just because it isn't the most effective way of doing things doesn't mean that... I mean, I think Nintendo do it in a good way where they're not... They're not doing their presentation at like as a live show at the thing, but they are still doing it within that timetable, and they are mm. still fitting into that schedule, and then having those games that they show in their presentation on the floor, like they mm -hmm. are still sort of taking part in it, even though they're not, you know, booking in a hall to do it in there, which I still think would be a more interesting way of doing it. But they are, whereas Sony now they're just they're just completely out and just doing. Mm. doing them when they want, which is, you know, it's, it's still a cool different way of receiving the news. But, yeah, it is a shame if it just all completely goes away, then that yeah. big centralised thing, uh, it, yeah, it's a real shame to lose that. I think there is something to be said for me personally, at least, maybe having an increased level of interest in a game if I'm seeing it at the same time as everyone else. Yeah, in yeah. that, like, a direct yeah. comparison we can make this week is Final Fantasy VII's remake. Right. Yeah, yeah sure. So, like, Sony, like you said, had their little... Uh, what are they State called? of Play. State of State Play. Of play. Yeah. And... Their not second State of, of Play. <laughs> yeah, I think so. 
And so at the end of it, we'll talk about the rest of it in a second, but at the end of it was a trailer for Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Mm-hmm. And seeing that now, just sort of on my own, on my phone, uh, honestly, on the toilet. Of course, on the toilet. <laughs> sure. I've never made a phone call or done a tweet outside of being on the toilet. <laughs> right. If you've ever received a phone call from me, uh, no. that's where it was. Okay. I will deliberately go and take my pants off and sit on the toilet <laughs> when I don't need to. All right, Pitchford. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, listening to I'm listening to you guys over the phone at the moment in recording from an echoey room that very much sounds like you're in a toilet, I have to say. Yeah. He, I'm in the living room. He is in the toilet. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> I've got long mic cables. Mm-hmm. I've got headphones. <laughs> I can do it. Um, the yeah. So the the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm. the second trailer for that, it looks a bit different now. It's like five years yeah. after that first one or something, and we haven't heard hiding a hair of it. Mm-hmm. And it looks the same ish. Yeah. It yeah. looks like. I'm just not interested anymore, really, personally, that much. Mm. um, And but at the time, I remember everyone kind of being like, "Whoa!" And if it had come out within a year or two after that, yeah, people would have lapped it up. Mm -hmm. But I feel like seeing it again like this, it's easy to forget about it comparatively to the big event. Sure. And again, similar to Nintendo, it's like, well, the people who were already interested lapped it up, yeah, and no one else really took notice. Right. Right. So, what did you think? I think it looks good. Like it looks like a good game. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's an HD version of Final Fantasy Seven. It looks like fifteeny with the combat and mm. stuff. Yeah, um, which I saw people being annoyed about that it wasn't turn based anymore. But it was never turn based, really. Yeah, it no. was like had the active time active battle. time battle. Um, uh, yeah, it looks good. Like it looks like someone has modded Final Fifteen to look like Final right. Fantasy Seven. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, the voice it acting look, seemed a little yeah. off to me. Mm, yeah. I read a thing about that about how people are a little down on um, the voice acting of uh, Barrett. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. Barrett. Yeah. Where he, in the original, his English translation is very like jive talking kind of. It really stuff, is. Yeah. Where he's, but that was again yet another thing that you can Google and find a, a more comprehensive take on it than me remembering something that I read three days ago but he that that translation was done in like two weeks and that like him talking like that is just the translator just putting just taking complete license with it and going like 100 yes. oh he's yeah. oh he's black what if he talked like this and I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that were kind of hoping that this remake would kind of remedy that a bit and it, instead it is just absolutely leaning into it and kind of running with that sort of stereotype that a lot of people don't think is kind of, you know, fair or, or necessary uh, in mm. this day and age, which which I think is probably a fair criticism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the translation of Seven originally was like notoriously kind of shonky. Yep. Mm. And then the way that racial issues are treated in Japan is different to here, Mm -hmm. which feels like a sort of ironic thing to say. Like the way that an entire country deals with something uh, to like race is pretty dumb of those idiots. (laughs) Wow. I wasn't going to put it in those words. I was going to say it in a much more offensive way. (laughs) It's translated from the original. Um, Yeah. I mean, like we don't, we've only seen the trailer, so who knows, but his accent certainly is over the top. Maybe, yeah. but it's, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have started talking if I was yawning. <laughs> I should know not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Never yawn on the toilet. 
It's the number one rule of toilet. I got to, for one to gape, the other must. That is the rule. Yes, like a long tube all the way through your body. Yeah, they're always at the exact same diameter. Oh, God. Um, You're like Ace Ventura. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That that bit didn't necessarily stick out to me as much as maybe it, it... this makes it sound like it did to other people. Well, I think the fact that people were, like you said, Tommy, waiting to see what was yes. going to happen based right. on yes. how sort of uh, shitty and offensive in context, in Western context, the original was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's well, see. You know, it's, how did he it's sound like- in, in... Because they'd made a move. They made that... Uh, Advent Children. Advent Children. I don't How remember. Do you that? I, I think yeah. Normal, probably. I don't remember either. Not, not inoffensive, I should say. Um, I'm not... Yeah, I don't remember. I think yeah. it's, you know, I, I guess it's a fair criticism when you go, well, you know, the, obviously now the graphics look all outdated, so we're changing that. We're completely yeah. redoing that. And the and we're completely changing the combat system. You know, we're going to mm. change that into a new modern take because that feels outdated. <laughs> but the mm. way that this guy talks as if he's fucking, you know, Shaft or whatever, that <laughs> yeah. has to absolutely, like, to be so slavish yeah. to that when you're, like, redoing mm. everything else. It's like you can't even make the argument that it's, like, quote unquote changing history or whatever because well they're stripping everything else back so um, yeah why not I've gotten I think rid it's of all those references to, to mad about you <laughs> <laughs> in there well, Ted bits, Danson you know, is referred to as as the guy from Cheers not the guy from <laughs> Becca <laughs> <laughs> not the guy from Curb um, there I mean yeah I'm I'm playing through the uh, the original on Switch at the moment and you know there's mm. there's bits in the text where you know characters are calling each other retarded and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, I, I guarantee you that's not going to be in the remake. Like, there's no chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some yeah. stuff with, like, cross-dressing in that that I don't know yeah. what fly is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favourite game of all time, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I completely, like, it's, just, it's you're spot on. They should have gone back and changed the Barrett stuff first. <laughs> like... Mm. But yeah, I, I do think aside from that, uh, I think visually and everything, I think it looks, I think it looks great. Even though we're, oh no, there's a bit of in game stuff in this, but yeah, it, it even yeah. though it's mostly cutsceney, it looks, yeah, it looks great. It looks visually. Everything, everything they show there though is from like the first eight minutes of the game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. So it's still yeah. very unclear if this will ever actually exist to me. Yeah, I, I mean the promo stuff for the original game when it came out, it was all. Also from the first eight minutes of the game, right? Like mm. they didn't give anything away, well, and it makes sense to do that with that game in particular. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, but, it's but it's yeah. going to be episodic. That's the other weird thing. I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, they said c- yeah. that at some point, and then never really confirmed it or backed it up. I think that was always just a rumor, right? Yeah, okay. I think right. basically this thing's like gotten fucked. And been rebooted, it almost sounds like. It sounded like that because the guy did come out within the last year because we talked about it. Yeah. Um, saying like... we talked about it is why he came out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, oh the filth signal's gone off. Shit. I better say something. They've half remembered a Kotaku article. <laughs> I got to get out there. But he was like, yeah, I got a cop to this um, because people are going to find out. We've gotten rid of the development team that was working on it. We've taken it in-house and... We're sort of redoing it um, the right way, he right. said. That's that was basically the t- the tone of it. Right. N- I don't think the episodic stuff was even mentioned in that. It's pretty much okay, Metro right. Prime Four style. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, so you could imagine that at some point within the last five years, it's been restarted, which of course it has. Mm. It's been five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was in the rest of this state of play thing, Tommy? You've got a list there, right? Yeah, so uh, a few things. It was pretty brief. It was like 10 minutes or something, which I think is... Because mm-hmm. the, the first one they did was not that long ago. It was like a couple of months ago, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Which, and we were yeah, like, God, I, there's not much in this. They should certainly wait until they've got heaps to talk about to do it yeah. again. But I like that they're, if they're going to do them like pretty regularly um, and without much time in between and just keep them short, I think that's great. Like, Sure, I guess that lowers expectations. It's not going to be like the Nintendo Directs where we're expecting... Right. A game, you know. Every and they new keep one that saying, comes along, people think that they're going to announce Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever. Yeah, They yeah. keep saying every time as well, like, by the way, nothing on a PS5 or whatever we might call it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. J- this is three games. One of them's fucking medieval. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. You will be bored by this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a Monster Hunter World DLC coming on September 6th to PS4. Uh, it's called yep. Iceborne. Um yeah, looks looks cool. I wish I was more into that game because this this looks good. But uh, mm. yeah, are you you? I think you played it the most out of us, didn't you, Ben? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It's a great game. I haven't played yeah. it um, for ages and ages. And I mean, there's too much new shit coming out for me to go back to it. But right. um, people froth on Monster Hunter, and yeah. and World was great. So yeah, all for this. This sounds uh, this sounds cool. Right. Um, Riverbond, a, a dungeon crawl couch co-op sort of oh, pixely right. looking thing with a whole yeah. bunch of different skins from different indie games. Um, you could tell me that that was 11 other games that have already come right. out and I would have <laughs> yeah. not been able to correct you. <laughs> yeah. It looks very generic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a Predator game. <laughs> Oh, right, for like two seconds. They just like showed some people walking in the jungle and then a predator above them. Yep, yep. Sounds cool, but then they mentioned that it's like an uh, online-based thing, which immediately made me a bit less interested, but... Um, it's it's cool. the same. It's the people who made that Friday the Thirteenth game. Oh, uh, right. so right. So it's a, it's a cooperative. Yeah, like Hunter one person killer. hunting four others type of thing. It seems yeah. like. And What's the was, word for that? Um, uh, not unbalanced, but something a word that means unbalanced. Yeah. Yes. Um. And that game was fucked by all accounts. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this, I wouldn't put too much, too many eggs in this particular basket. Okay. Uh, the next thing was a game called Away, the Survival Series. Did you guys see anything about this? The fuck is that? No. So it, I reckon it looks pretty cool. I did. I little... watched this whole thing too and I didn't. <laughs> okay. I didn't. Uh, it's, it's the game where you're a little fucking raccoon thing. And you have to, like, survive a bunch of natural disasters. Oh, uh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I do remember this. Like a little possum. And he's, yeah, like, yeah. running around dodging moose and stuff. Yeah. Okay. The natural I think disaster this... of moose. <laughs> <laughs> I think this looks like it could be pretty cool. Um, it looked pretty interesting to me. Uh, and then, yeah, Medieval. The Medieval remake coming mm-hmm. out on October the 25th. Um, I played you, a lot of you, Medieval 2 back in the okay. day. 
and I remember liking that game. I don't think Medieval 1 was considered to be quite as good, and it's weird that they're just remaking 1 mm. with this thing, and also that they're doing it at all. Like, this is a very dead, very forgotten series, much more yeah. than Spyro or Crash. It had some yeah. charm to it. I played the first one. Right. I think... I, I did the thing where I had the demo disc that had it on it and played that right. over and over and over and over and then maybe played it like seven years later when I wasn't still interested. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. Like, it was pretty cool. I found, yeah, the main character was like a fun design. I remember like drawing that, you know, as a kid, like tracing it and shit. You love skulls. Fucking love skulls and love drawing them. Um, but yeah, you got to quest. I question, yeah, the level of interest in, in this now. Mm. Well, it also looks like wh- when you looked at the Crash and the Spyro remakes, they you could they looked sort of like new games in terms of visually and how they handled and everything. This I've never played Medieval, but just in looking at this, it looks sort of like it handles a lot like an old PS game. Mm. So this one looks like it's more. Knox? No, this one looks like it's more of an actual remake than either of those two, because those two stuck to the gameplay of the originals completely. And this one, I think they have actually kind of redone to some extent. Yeah, right. It just looked... It's something about the way it looked like it was controlling, looked like it had a bit of... Yeah, it looked like it was going to have that weird... I don't know, you know, like a lot of PS and PS2 games, when you go back to them now, the sense of movement, it feels kind of... Mm. Is kind of weird when you get used to more modern um, 3D platformers. But that's just how it looked to me. But, yeah. Well, speaking of... uh, of old things that are weird in a modern context, mm. is it time for us to move it? Actually, I've got one game that I played this week that I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were so close. To it was a good segue, segue too, but I will, just really quickly, it's on Steam. It's called Snakey Bus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you play, it's basically, it's Crazy Taxi mixed with Snake is their pitch for it. Um, it is that. You are driving a bus <laughs> around a city block kind of area or like a small area of a city. And uh, or like weird different other levels later on. You pick people up, you drop them off. It makes your bus longer. You don't run into your own bus, or else you'll die. Right. Okay. How does it handle? Not well, because that <laughs> would be key. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like fine, but it's not particularly good, and they're clearly still working on it. Right. Because okay. there's a whole bunch of stuff like controller support coming soon, and and all that sort of stuff in it. Like it's very early on. Yeah. Um. But it's a cool idea, and I yeah, and I, I yeah. want to see them develop it more. Yeah, I don't think this is like an early access game or anything. Oh, I could be no, wrong thank about you. that. <laughs> <laughs> what will you say? No, thank you to Tommy. Housekeeping. Uh, nice. You love to keep a dirty house, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, that no, does sound thank you. cool, though. That sounds like a cool. No, thank uh, you. No, sorry. No, thank no, you. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, thank what are you? you? No, thank what you, please. You? No, thank you. What are you guys saying that Sorry. to? Oh, that Continuing was, this conversation. That was, <laughs> I was going to say that was the cops. Oh. And I thought for a second about saying it was the blowjob police. <laughs> but then I realized that doesn't make sense. What, what are they policing? Quality? Whether or not you've had a blowjob. <laughs> right. I think. And if you're mm-hmm. like, yes, they're like, no, you haven't, virgin. Right. And then they shoot you, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for perjury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Snakey Bus. It's my favourite game. I give it nine snakes out of ten. Yeah, I, it, it. Yeah, it seems okay. I reckon. Don't get it just yet, though, unless the idea seems really appealing to you. Right, but it, it doesn't. It, how much was it? Fifteen bucks. Okay, which is like a bit more than it's probably. If it was like five bucks, I'd have been like, ah, cool. Give it, give it a crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it, it's yeah, it's like it's kind of interesting. And like snake in three D as a bus around a city is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Also, a good um, idea in real life. Every new passenger that gets on the bus gets bigger. Hey? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. You get your own little part of the bus. You mm. don't have to walk onto the bus and be like, "No, thank you. No, thank you. Don't sit in this seat, please. No, thank you." <laughs> I tell you what, Melbourne's public transport system could use a few extra carriages. It's bloody <laughs> overstuffed. Mm. Uh, sp- speaking of things being overstuffed, all right, <laughs> I am over stuff being brought back as nostalgia, but I'm not really because I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. Oh okay. wow! So yeah. you segued into your review, yes. <laughs> your final <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're gonna go. We'll, we'll talk about the movie now. So yeah, if you if you want to avoid uh, spoilers or whatever, then you know, then fuck off. I guess. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. No, if you don't want you. spoilers, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, just to quickly <laughs> say it before we yeah. have spoilers. Why am give, I being mocked give... for this? What was I meant to say? Just have you someone in here vacuuming loudly. while I'm doing the pod. <laughs> you just go. Ah! Yeah, you meant to scream like you're naked and then berate them for having the audacity to come in there. Um, Yeah, Yeah, one sentence review, no spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you you go first, Tommy. Uh, Lots of fun. Cool. All right. Um, I think it was, yeah, enjoyable family movie specifically aimed at kids. All right. Um, Tiresome... With nice vid- visuals. Yeah, right. Well, Bye, now that everyone. we've described ourselves, <laughs> let's go into our reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that sums it up. If you don't want spoilers, tune out now. Thanks for listening. If you do want spoilers and you have seen it, you want to hear us go in depth. Or you don't give a shit about it. Or you don't give a it. shit. Um, maybe we'll have a fun riff that's worth it listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we go. Um, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to recap it or just talk about bits that we liked or, or didn't like? Well, okay. So all of us were pretty excited about this movie, right? Yeah. We were all really keen. We thought the trailers were fun. Um, we loved the look. I think that was the main thing that I was looking forward to going into it. Mm -hmm. And is the main thing that I enjoyed coming out of it. Right. Is seeing Pokemon in the real world in the way I wanted to when I was a kid, pretty much. Right. Was really cool. Yeah. The fact that I didn't recognize about 40% of the Pokemon. Yeah. Was, (laughs) made it a little less effective, but like. Oh no, the Grimgroms are coming. Yeah. The Grimgroms have done it. The, uh. the fucking Grimgroms? The monkey, the the monkey ones. Ape Escape. Yeah, that it does start with an A. I think, yeah. A-pom. Oh, A-pom. A- A-pom. A-pom. Like A-pom. napalm. Yeah, yes. A-pom. Like napalm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what the fuck? Um, what were those music-y ones in the, in the nightclub? The ones that are like the speakers? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, like the dubstep. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 they were cool. That yeah. was um, Speaker Box. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Let me look it up. Speaker Pokemon. Uh, Soundwave. No, that's Transformers. <laughs> Speaker Pokemon. Uh, they are called Loud Dread. Didn't we? That's didn't lame. we say when we saw the very first trailer that it looked a bit like a world where uh, it's almost like the Flintstones, where Pokemon are like mm. subservient almost and doing all these like little tasks around the world, and then pretty early in yeah. the movie that is actually set up as this is a town where that's. Like literally, what's happening? Like there. Yeah, the Howard guy has, has he's made a bedrock. He's made rhyme, rhyme city, where yeah, they live <laughs> together in 
harmony. And more, more than them being subservient, they just kind of have jobs. Yes. And so yeah. And so, like, of yeah. course, I'm a, uh, Squirtle's going to be a firefighter. Yeah. And Machamp directing traffic seems like he could do something a little bit more physical, maybe. He's got a lot yes. of arms. Mm. But, but you a could bouncer. Direct- should be a bouncer. Yeah. No, he'd be over the top for bouncer. Like mm. labor at a construction site or right. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or like something where you need multiple arms because you can quite easily direct traffic with two arms. Well, the issue with a lot of the fighting Pokemon is that there's no like official Pokemon battles in that city. Yeah. It's like mm. they don't battle them because they're people. There was less of that stuff than I kind of thought there would be, though, mm. to some extent. Oh, it just kind of happens in that one intro sequence in the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was kind of cool. Then fucking Bill Nye shows up out of nowhere. Yes. I did not I know, didn't know he, he was, was in it. Yeah. 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 I saw a tweet like as I was going in of like, hey, at least Bill Nye is in it. Right. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. That, that was weird seeing him and really seeing him not look like he gave a fuck at all. Well, him and Ken Watanabe, two legitimate actors. Yeah. Mm. Not getting the best words to say. Ken Watanabe was putting more effort into them, though. Uh, yeah. But he had some more emotional shit to say, I guess. Like, your father's dead and he said he loved you. Yeah. Rather than Bill Nye saying, like, I want to be a Mewtwo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be a Mewtwo. I want to be a Mewtwo, baby. <laughs> that was the song that I was... But, the, yeah, they... um. Kind of the the kid was good. The main kid, I couldn't disagree more. I thought he was all right. I thought he was no, I awful. I, I will say I didn't. I I hate to say it, but I really didn't rate him. I didn't think he was yeah. particularly yeah. good. At all. I think he, he was better than the reporter girl. I like the reporter girl. No <laughs> yeah, way. That same. reporter girl was fucking wow. all over the two point. to one. I, I, I unfortunately you do have the controlling share. But she was looking in the wrong direction half the time. Hey, Pokemon. don't make fun of her eyes. I'm not making fun of her eyes. I'm making fun of her eye line. Uh, okay, <laughs> her makeup was poor. No, I don't know. She just like I didn't buy her at all. But the kid seemed to be enthusiastic. I thought the kid was couldn't act. Mumbled everything. Yeah, had right. no emotion in his face. I thought he was really stilted and awkward. Yeah, but he was I, a stilted I, and awkward character. <laughs> he was he was getting around there feeling. Weird. He, he was yeah. He, he was, was in it. Jurassic World. As a stilted and awkward uh, character, he was very oh, charming yeah. and funny in that. That is that guy. Yeah, I thought like you can compare those two directly. Those characters are very similar. I don't remember that movie well enough to be able to Jurassic he, World. He, it was just the same, but he was like fun to watch. Right for, for me, he did. I, I don't think he was amazing, but I think he was just like fine as a. I don't think still, and like even with the thing of it being his dad and Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds at mm. the end, I still don't think he was the right choice for Pikachu. Yeah. I fucking hated Pikachu in this movie. Whoa! Every single one I, of his little jokes and shit were fucking annoying. Oh! I disagree. I almost immediately I was like, "All right, I'm into this." I I did a I did a 180 on him as Pikachu through watching the movie. Nah, uh, yeah, that's fair. No I thought idea. that he Can't was the least me. bad. <laughs> I know. I realized <laughs> I was disagreeing with what you thought, but I I yeah, it just he he. I found him just not as funny as it was making it seem like he sh- was. I oh, but all yeah. of the humor in the movie was bad. Well, I think that's. I think all of the humor and all of the plotting was bad. Mm. But I and I'm not like a huge Ryan Reynolds guy. But I was like, I was. Uh, I found him more of an interesting lead than than the real dude. Yeah, I, I he was f- f- just like specifically the stuff they were making Pikachu say. Mm. It just looks weird. His voice coming out of Pikachu too. <laughs> it just didn't fit. Right. For me. I don't. I didn't buy him 
like I, there was just a disconnect there between how the Pikachu was animated, I guess, mm. and how Ryan Reynolds sounds, and I just it I, it didn't gel with me at any point mm. for whatever reason. It yeah. Well, that's it. Do you think? <laughs> do you think that's maybe down to the fact that he just is such a famous and recognizable voice that it's hard to, you know, disconnect from that. It's partially that and the Deadpool thing. Like it mm, does yeah. seem weird. There's already uh, my the hairs on my back of my neck are already up a little bit because I'm right. like fuck off Deadpool because right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I didn't really like Deadpool very much. So yeah, possibly. And then I just. I, I thought the overall story was more interesting than I expected it to be. It follows the game more closely than right. I would have thought. The Mewtwo stuff isn't in that, but like the the, the R drug mm. thing is. The mer- like the merging and the evolving and shit. Yeah. Right. I liked that it had like little twists and turns and stuff. I didn't find it confusing. I've seen a lot of people say that it was confusing. I don't think it was confusing. I think it was nonsensical. In, yeah. in like it, you could follow it, but it was like, why is this happening? Why is this leading to this and this leading to this? Because the guy wanted to be a Mewtwo because he was in a wheelchair. <sighs> but and the way that stupid. they treated that was really weird, as though him being in a wheelchair was the worst possible fate. <laughs> yeah, that that guy right. could have ever suffered. Yeah, that was, that was strange to me. But or more like the going back and being like, no, nah, he wasn't in the car, or like he didn't get hurt. Or That's you know, it wasn't that bad. Detective twists. Uh, I just didn't buy it. I think maybe because it was. So I said this to you, I think, Knox, maybe yesterday. Mm. This was a children's movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Bang up, all the way through, in every single way. This was a children's movie. It was made to be enjoyed from moment to moment without really thinking too much about the plot or character depth in any more of a way than a movie like Small Soldiers would. You see, Small Soldiers is a good movie and I won't have you besmirch its name. But but I I think it's probably better than Detective Pikachu. I I agree with that. But it also... Because 10 out of 10 is better than 9 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of like... It it gives you a kid's version of emotional stakes, a kid's version of... Threats, you know, right, and problems is, to solve. Totally, this is a kid's version of Detective Twists. Yes, and yeah. I didn't like it because I'm an adult. <laughs> I guess I did like it because I, I, I was just letting though, myself go to it, and that was mm. more plot twisting back and forth than I kind of expected. Right, which I thought, yeah, Mewtwo evil, Mewtwo being good at the end, the the car being some other attack thing happening, mm. and Mewtwo putting Pikachu into or putting Ryan Reynolds into Pikachu's body. Yeah, that stuff, like. I think was that's right. It was the Grimgroms that attacked. Yeah, uh, were they Grimgroms? Yeah, they threw a grenade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't mind that stuff because I was just from the moment the movie began, ready to go. I cannot think too much while this is on, right? Or I will come out feeling like Ben. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I do. I do agree. Like it is very much a kids' movie, but I think it's more successful at being. Uh, a kids movie that you can enjoy as an adult than a lot of kids movies are like the first Pokemon movie the cartoon one that came out when we were I guess whatever 12 or 13 or something um, yeah it would have been I 12 remember, or 13 at the time 10. I remember going to see that at the movies uh, and I think I think maybe my mum having to take me and I just remember mm. or certainly with a lot of kids movies at that time um, where your parents would take you being into the film but also like being very like outside of myself and a bit embarrassed that like my parent had to sit through that like because they just would have right. not understood what was going on and it was and being aware that like this is very kid focused whereas I think this movie even though towards the end it is pretty over the top and it's very Pokemon-y I still think there's enough 
hooks in the plot that you can co- like. I think it's a smart choice to base it on the Detective Pikachu stuff rather than just having gone mm-hmm. full on Pokemon and it be a story about a kid who wants to be a trainer or whatever. I think that would have yep. been a bit of a mess. And I think the plot, like, yeah, I think the plot is pretty flimsy and a lot of it is pretty stupid but I think when you view it through the lens that all those beats kind of exist just to have an excuse to have cool stuff happening with Pokemon in the real world it becomes a bit easier to forgive it because I think that stuff about it is far and away the best the best stuff in the film is how well they integrated the Pokemon into the real world and so I was prepared to forgive those plot stuff that was maybe a bit clunky just because it was getting us to a moment of seeing this stuff happen that I was like, okay, well, this is cool. So who cares that this plot thing had to happen to make this happen? Because what I'm watching now is cool. Mm. I agree that like making the story focus on people rather than people wanting to do something to do with Pokemon. Like Mm -hmm. it, the, the story of like Ash wanting to be a Pokemon trainer is pretty boring because most of that story involves him just going like, wow, a Krabby. Yes. yes. And they, or, they're or not you, doing that in this movie. You, you turn that into a Harry Potter or something, which is an absolutely done-to-death, you know, uh, kid, chosen one kid oh, right. thing becomes the best, the yeah. very best. You know, Like no one ever could have been early. I um, think also this, for me, suffered because... I was just thinking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit the whole time, which is like the same thing. Totally different One of the movie, best though. movies of all time. Totally different movie. Well, it's a detective <laughs> story, but with a little uh, furry guy helping out. I guess. It's, oh, it's a different storyline, but yeah. it's, it's the same dynamic. They're shooting for such a different thing too. Yeah. Like, um, and I don't think Detective Pikachu ever claimed to be doing anything like that because like I was surprised by the little bits of like him wanting to be a Pokemon trainer but giving up on that and just being an accountant now and stuff Mm. like that that's you know not stuff that kids tend to think about yeah that much I kind of liked that I fucking hated the dude who was the (laughs) um fight leader guy Oh, he was yeah. like in charge of the fight ring. Yeah. That was one of the worst performances <laughs> I've ever seen a person give Completely. in any situation. <laughs> yeah, right. Even someone having to like tell a white lie to their partner. Yeah. <laughs> one of the least appealing expressions of humanity that I've ever seen. Yeah. I really fucking hated that dude. I yeah. I mean I, I don't felt think that he was way as bad not, as not, the main kid, but yeah, still pretty bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I felt that way about most of the performances. It was just like, you you either don't know how to act or you're phoning it in or the lines given to you are so bad that I don't, I can't not think about you standing on a soundstage having to say these. Yeah, there was nothing that was like, well, uh, it seemed like one of those things that had had 14 writers go over it. Well, it had four. It had four writers on the screenplay and then a fifth one adding to the story. So it did have a lot of cooks going on. It it really felt like no one really gave a shit about what... uh, Because I don't remember specifically what they... Oh, there was... One bit where, like, when those big tortoises are coming up out of the ground, mm. where Pikachu's like, Well, I don't know how you can't believe in climate change now, and yeah. stuff like that. That is just like, you are a four out of ten on Twitter, yeah. let alone being able to write for a movie. How dare you mm-hmm. insert yourself into my entertainment? Mm-hmm. I feel like I, absolutely that for all the jokes. Um, 
I honestly think maybe the thing is the writing for the lead character was fine. It was absolutely what you would expect, and I thought he delivered it really poorly. Right. And then, yeah, like the Ken Watanabe is a great actor, and him just having to like look down the camera and sweat and be like, I feel embarrassed saying this stuff. I, I was think awkward. the lead actor had bad dialogue to work with too, though. Okay. Like he was. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's like maybe the, the straight man guy and like passable. Nah, he, I will say he did in all defense right. of. In defense of him, and pro- and in defense of sort of everyone in this movie, like yeah, it's I th- I think it's a, it's it's a hard role. Like when you're mm. like fit, almost fifty percent of the movie is CGI and will be edited in later, and it is this ridiculous cartoon world. Um, it's it's a big ask, and that's not to say that like of course you see it done well. That doesn't completely excuse it because it is your mm. job. But uh, yeah, it's it it must be fucking like for that. For Justice Smith, like it's a fucking hard, it's a hard role. Like it's a when you're mm. interacting with something that doesn't exist there yet, and is, you know, eye lines must be weird and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't have been easy. Fuck the CGI looks great. I, I was gonna yes. say, I think I've said all the negative stuff I want to say. I loved how this movie looked, yeah. both the lighting and the CGI. It had this fucking like Tokyo, Hong Kong, neon city vibe. Yeah. It looked some of the lighting, the purple lighting. I, I just thought it looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I, really I mean, like- I with the I, I agree with like the dialogue and the script and the plot not being great, but I I think I was initially so dubious if you hear this idea on paper like oh a live action pokemon movie where they're in the real Mm. world you sort of think well that's going to look like shit it's going to be shit it's not going to work it's not going to be effective and i think that that coming off and the look of it being so good just made me sort of give a pass to everything else because i was like well this is the bit that should have been complete dog shit and it's so good and so effective that i kind of am happy to just you know, go along for the ride with everything else. Hmm. Yeah. I, it, the, Mewtwo looked weird. Mm-hmm. He was the only one who kind of really didn't look real a few times. Right. Or looked like noticeably fake. But He looked that, CGI really... in a CGI movie as opposed to being CGI in the real world, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Maybe it's just because he's a weird looking fucking Pokemon and what are you going to do? Yeah. There's no, your suspension of disbelief is broken by how weird it looks. Because he's not, the ones that they chose were all basically dogs or birds. Yeah. So yeah. it makes a lot more sense to go with those. I thought it was pretty clever of them to have that Pokemon parade at the end where they've got representatives of certain types of Pokemon there so they can make it look like there's heaps of people but only have about 30 different models of Pokemon that they can just recreate again and again. Yeah, right. In the scene rather than than having to make like all fucking 8,000, however many there are now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the it just looked fucking really cool. Seeing all those Pokemon at the size that they're meant to be. Yeah. Kind of mm. like looking at them and th- feeling like, ah, oh, shit, that's what it'd be like. Mm-hmm. I want a Growlithe. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. I thought it was cool. It was the best way to, to, to do it. Um, yeah, seeing like a fucking Magikarp flopping around and then turn into yeah. a, what was it, G- G- Gyarados? Gyarados. Gyarados. Hiros, they're called. Hiros. <laughs> Hiros. He, yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. Like, Shwama. The, starting with a cute little uh, Cubone at the start and building yeah. up from that. I, I, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I would Agreed. have liked it to see. Really good. I would have liked to see more of that. I think it probably could have mm. done with a little bit more Pokemon y stuff. Like, there were sort of these stretches of not seeing that much of them and then having scenes where where you do see them it's pretty quick cuts and pretty rapid 
I mean, yes, but they looked expensive. Yeah. 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 So I, can I liked see what they having. Did. I will also. Huh? No, you go. What? No, you go. <laughs> no, you go. I insist. <laughs> can no, I go? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, Tommy. You go. No, thank you. All right, I'll go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mime was pretty funny. Yeah. I didn't think so. Uh, I thought he was quite funny. I didn't at all. Of all, <laughs> of all the jokes, he landed the most for me. Just his expressions. Okay. A big th- sort of thing he did with his leg. Not 100% funny the whole time, but he was the funniest part. Okay. I Man, Someone's knocking on my fucking door again. Hang on. Oh, no, thank God. you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Tell them you're on the phone. No, thank you. I'm on the phone. Tell them you're on the phone. No, thank you. Come in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm back. Bonjour. Boy, they Um, are really persistent here with the house cleaning. mm, Yeah, she was was, uh, really keen. She sounded very um, bubbly and upbeat. Yeah, she sounded nice. Get her in. Get her on the pod. Yeah. Why don't she think of Detective Pikachu? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's okay. If you've got kids, they'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't dispute sure. that. Um, God, it's a feast for, for the eyes. And yeah. Yeah. if you see that as like a fucking eight-year-old, you would be just loving every second of it, I'm totally. sure. If I'd yeah. have seen that, yeah, exactly. Back mm. in the day when I was really into Pokemon, yeah. uh, I would have... Come in my pants for the first time ever. <laughs> oh dear! I thought having a, I thought having Psyduck as sort of the the second lead Pokemon was a cool choice. I kind of, I really yeah. liked him. That was the case in the in the TV show. I think after Misty a while, had a Psyduck oh at some yeah, point. was yeah, it Misty? Right. Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. I thought it was Team Rocket or something. Or just a Psyduck started following them or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I'd like it if they did another one. I'd like it if they maybe. Mm. You know, got a different crew in. Yeah. Because that, that Detective Pikachu thing is done. Right. Because he's out of the Pikachu now. So yes. if they're going to do another one, you'd imagine it'd just be a completely different story in yeah. the Pokemon world. Yep. They apparently were talking about doing like red and blue. Yeah. Uh, right. I think I think now that you've established how to do it technologically, yeah. I think that tr- them trying to build, honestly, like a Pokemon universe, yeah. starting with an Ash sort of character going through their journey and writing a good story that isn't just walking from Pallet Town to the other town and having a, catching a Rattata. Get some different people in to punch up the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, I imagine I maybe felt differently about this to you guys, but the thing of actual Ryan Reynolds turning up at the end, I thought was cool and did... I I saw him the idea of him being in, like the dad being in Pikachu. I mm. saw that coming from a mile off but him actually turning up in it did did surprise me and i thought that was cool uh yeah i agree i actually agree with that entire take yeah i th- him standing there was cool and it, it did make me go like oh, okay i guess it did have to be someone like ryan reynolds in pikachu it mm. couldn't have been danny devito yeah like I wanted, or else at the end sure or like charlie day <laughs> or yeah, any yeah. of the members of hey, it's always sunny dad sort yeah. of <laughs> yeah. um but yeah the um i saw a little picture on the internet i guess you call it a meme <laughs> um there was like Pika- detective pikachu at the end and it's fucking samuel L. jackson comes up to him and he's like i want to talk to you about the smash brothers initiative yes i saw that too <laughs> uh i'm kind of disappointed that that isn't what happened <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that's that'd so be lame. No, that'd be fucking sick. That'd I'm be funny. Da- I'm done with the Marvel universe, and I'm done with Pokemon Nintendo Pikachu. universe. Nah. Take the mantle and have it be the dumbest piece of shit ever. Have it be ridiculous. Full on wrestling bullshit. Proper make it for kids, not like the superhero movies. No, make it like for make it like Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) For like that age of people. Right. Where Pikachu's farting on Mario. (laughs) That's the worst idea anyone's ever had. Just another quick thing about the yeah, the too many cooks thing, because the other side of that too is that they on top of all the different writers and everything, they've also, this is like a Western studio, also having to then confer with the Pokemon company in Japan about anything that they want to do in it. And there was a story that I read. There's a few things floating around about just certain things about how the Pokemon company responded to, you know, what they wanted to do, where they said they wanted to include Mr. Mime in it and Mm -hmm. the Pokemon company were like, oh, that's probably not a good idea. And they were like, but... Well, no, we think it'd work, but like, so w- what actually is he? And the and the Pokemon company go, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, right. I thought the I thought the end credits was really cool too. The little cartoony thing with the remix of the old thing oh, yeah. from the games For and like, the little cartoon manga depictions of the human characters in it. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Um, um, one yeah, last quick okay. thing too. I saw <laughs> yeah. it in uh, I saw it in a cinema in Paris in English language with uh, French subtitles, and mm. I I gave myself over to it. I was I was laughing a couple of times. Uh, often mm. laughing, I guess, when something had been said before it had necessarily <sighs> people had read it on the subtitles, um, right. or in the case when uh, Pikachu is quoting. Um, George's dad from Seinfeld when he starts going oh, yeah. Serenity, Serenity now. now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I laughed very loud and no one else in the cinema did and I looked fucking what? demented. When Mr. Mime showed up, did they go, finally, a normal person? <laughs> yeah. Man, they were cheering. They were like celebrating. They the Prime Minister. <laughs> no, the President. I mean, they have a President. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this movie played very well to the audience in my cinema. Lots yeah. of laughs. People were loving it. Um, yeah, like the jokes <laughs> got laughs. So, I, yeah. so all the trailers beforehand were for like Secret Life of Pets and shit, and it's so many of those things. Toy Story instead of jokes, not to, this isn't relevant with Toy Story. Oh yeah, right. where the jokes were like, um, uh, really, and stuff like that. Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's awkward. Mm. Well, that just happened, and mm-hmm. all that sort of shit. And that this had some of that sort of jokes, and it's just the worst shit. It's not mm-hmm. a joke. Yeah, I'm not joking about this. Okay. All the trailers. What do you, what do you, go. go. You go, Tommy. For fuck's sake, grow a pair <laughs> of ears all the trailers, and listen uh, to when there's a pause. <laughs> all the trailers before um, my session were for like very arty French films, which I thought. Was I was going to make the joke that it was a bunch of French erotica, but it sounds like yeah, that's what it, it was. It actually was. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah, that's sick, dude. <laughs> all right. That's us. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to uh, conclude there. Uh, mm. I'm not a fan, but I'm not a child. I'm sure kids would love it. Genuinely, I am a f- uh, able to put myself in the mind of a child, mm. and were I that, I'd be a fan. Right. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I'll never go back to it again. Mm. No, of course mm. not. That's mm-hmm. insane. Mm. <laughs>
Uh, cool. Yeah, that will just about do us. Yeah, more than do us. More than do us. Yeah. Wow, we've been rambling on. Okay. Uh, uh, thanks so for listening, wrap everyone. Wrap it up, Tommy. Filthycasuals.com. Wrap it up. You wrap it up, Tommy. Wrap it up, Tommy. Tommy, wrap it up. And, uh, wrap it up. <laughs> all the stuff that we do, the Patreon, you can get a bonus episode every week. Uh, if you enjoy this and you want to support the show, that's very much appreciated by us here at Filthy Casuals. Um, we have some premium Bandcamp episodes that you can download for uh, whatever fee that you choose. We we'll be doing another one of them when Tommy's back in the country too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube uh-huh. channel where you can watch us playing through A Way Out. Uh, yeah. All the episodes of that are up now. Great response to that. Lots of fun to do, so go check that out. 100% more to come too. Mm. Yep. Uh, that's it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. No, thank you. No, thank you. Please leave. No, thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.